Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Okay, so what are we hoping for this time? Our hope is to give you an update on the vision and the strategy, and therefore the finances of the church. I want us to ensure transparency. That's a big principle in the scriptures around money, that we're very transparent. Uh, we want to create ownership and belonging uh, from you guys. We want you to understand. Then we'd love to fuel prayer. You know, this is uh, something that God is doing. The church is God's church, and uh, we want to get behind what he is doing. Um, so here's the plan. We're going to review the big picture of what we are looking to do as a church, review uh, then our key decisions that line with that over the next three years, uh, and then we're going to think about our, our finances, which is the actual AGM moment, and then we're going to pray to finish. So the big picture, uh, the way to think about money in the church and how it works is like a trellis with a vine. And if you're to grow a, uh, a vine, it needs to have a trellis that supports it. And as the vine grows, then you need a different and a, uh, a, bigger, a bigger trellis. And um, our church is growing. And what is the vine? The people with the gospel or the word of God and the Holy Spirit. That's the church. Structures, buildings, uh, all that isn't, it's essential to the church, but it's not the church. It's not the vine. But you can't just ignore the structures. They need to be thought through because there's a vine or the flop if it doesn't have the structures that prop it up. And so the structures and practicalities and the way leadership is done and decisions are made is vital, but it's not the, you know, we don't want, we don't want to get them the right way around. Uh, we as a church have had to adapt our trellis quite dramatically to help the vine grow. And so we actually have a good example, multiplying into two congregations. We want to be an organized or- organism. So what stays the same? What's the vine that really doesn't change in our church? It's our vision to make a positive impact for Christ in Dublin spiritually, that people might come to know Jesus, receive eternal life socially, that we would look, look out for the least, the lost, and the last, those underprivileged in our city, and culturally, that we'd make an impact in the city by representing Christ in our workplaces, in our schools, universities, and all the rest, our homes. Our vision, our value stays the same, that we want to have four things that underpin everything we do, mission to go out, discipleship to grow up, community to grow in, and leadership to go beyond and to raise up more. And our doctrine stays the same. And that's actually new for these slides, but it just feels like right now there's a few issues in our culture that can seep into the church. People go, where do we stand on this? And our doctrine isn't going to change. And it's important for us to say this is what we believe and why we believe it. Um, So we make decisions in church based not on personal preference, but on how we can fulfill our vision and our values in line with what we believe. So our 2023 to 2026 prayer strategy, and we say prayer strategy because any strategy that you come up with, you must remember that advice in the book of James. You know, you don't even know what happens tomorrow, Steve. You know, like, So there's always a level of humility. You know, why do you keep saying we're going to do it? Well, we just don't even know what happens tomorrow. We just a mist, James says. So we, it's a prayer strategy. Lord, would you do it? But whatever you do, we will follow. Um, and we want to become a church planting church to win and to serve Dublin. We want to win people with the gospel message. And we want to serve with our hands and our feet and and get dirty and do that. Um, The picture on the the screen here is of our last service in 2022. And we had 10 families that were caught to this this congregation away. 
But we had 43 people turn up, eight people who normally don't go to church came that Sunday, and they had a wonderful talk by Neil on Easter and the gospel. So nearly 20% of those came on that Sunday were, were, not, uh, were, were, were not people that really go, regularly go to church. And that's how you multiply congregations. Because if 20% of people that turn up to your services are hearing the good news of Jesus, that's, uh, that's wonderful. So we praise God as we think about our multiplication. If you haven't been to the evening congregation, you might not get a seat. It's that full right now. And so if we hadn't multiplied 40 or 50 of us here, we wouldn't be able to accommodate everyone. Uh, the city groups are bursting. The congregations are bursting. We have leaders and, and servers rising up. We have more people that aren't Christians present in our midst. The What's the Story was a good example of that. Um, we, have, we are together as a church, but there's a uniqueness in our mission and our feel and our location. But we've seen God's hand of affirmation as we've multiplied. There's some challenges that we're still figuring out relationally or with some practical serving teams. But overall... Uh, and, and the Northside families. Overall, it's, it's very encouraging. So as we think about becoming a church planting church, the thing we've got to consider to how to do that is how do we create movement dynamics now? This isn't the last time we started a congregation in CCC. And to do that, we need to think about multiplication in the DNA at every level. How do we think about multiplying at every level? So we want to multiply disciples, first of all. That's what Jesus did. Make disciples, you make disciples, you make disciples. The one-to-one, the one-to-two stuff. We then want to multiply leaders, whether practical leaders behind the scenes or upfront leaders serving with the word. We want to uh, multiply our city groups. They need to multiply already, to be honest, and we need to multiply them over time. And they become little missional groups that can often be the start of new churches. And then we want to multiply congregations, which we're calling incubator churches. That in time, this might become a separate church, or as we think about other ones, they might become separate churches, start as a congregation, and maybe become a separate church. And therefore, God willing, we'd multiply churches. And what does that mean? A church to be self-governing with its own eldership, uh, self-funding, that after initial support from a mother church or a sister church, it can raise its own money. And then self-propagating, it too can go and make disciples and make leaders and multiply city groups, and they can become a church-planting church. That's how the church has worked through all 2,000 years, that idea of multiplication. So we want to think about that for our own our own context now. Um, so here's our plans, and I put them all on the screen. Uh, it should say 2023 to 2026, not 2020, sorry, excuse me. So it's the next three years, 2023 to 2026. We want to become a multiplying church, so put that multiplication in at every level, which I think it hopefully already is at some, point, at some level. Then we want to plant CCC North, maybe September 24, maybe January 25. Timescales can be flexible with MAFI and the five Northside families and others uh, who might join to them. And then maybe in time, even go to Wicklow and, and start a congregation down there. And then maybe beyond that to somewhere else. So that's our thoughts. We'd love to uh, partner with a social justice ministry. And I think we may have found the, the CEO for Christians Against Poverty. We have a board meeting tomorrow. And then I think we're going to offer this person the role and hopefully they'll take it. So... That's, uh, we can keep praying for that. And then we, in time, will become, hopefully, a CAP church. Uh, maybe the Northside plant will use CAP as a way of doing mission in the local community, helping those in financial distress. And then we want to invest in people. So a congregation leader, we'll need to employ one or two of those, maybe part-time, maybe full-time, pastoral care workers, and operations and administrative leads who'd serve as well. So as we grow, we need to then employ appropriate uh, people so that we can, uh, we can, that trellis can grow to support the vine. 
So that's what we're, when we talk about money in a minute, that's where we're praying and sensing God and, and God has given us a desire to grow. Some leadership changes that are just helpful to update you on. We want to say a few thank yous. We want to say thank you to Leanne who's uh, taken a year of sabbatical off the leadership team. Thank you to Caroline. I think I saw her walk in. She's just at the back there. Uh, who's also stepped off the leadership team. Thank you to Margaret, who's not part of this congregation, but she's been the, the chair of trustees. And thank you to Pat Mullen, who's one of our four advisory team members who's stepping away. Uh, so the, the, there they are, Leanne, Caroline, Margaret, and Pat. So thank you to you all for doing such a wonderful job, particularly Leanne and Caroline. who've Caroline was here before Leanne and I by six weeks. She got a job at UCD, uh, and we, we threatened never to turn up. <laughs> so she was all alone from Leeds on her own. And then Leanne and I came, and, and uh, you two have been amazing. So thank you. Yes. So we're saying welcome to Sharon, who's joining our leadership team, to Maria. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep going with the claps. And uh, who's doing the chair of trustees. And Justin, who's joining back, actually, to both the roles he once used to lead, uh, the finance and the trustees. So that is uh, some, just some leadership changes. Uh, so this is now our finance team. It's good for you to know who knows the finances of our church. Vaughan heads it up. Ola, Justin, and Will are on the team. Uh, Vaughan, Ola, Justin, and Will are the only people that know who gives in the church. So myself, Maffie, the staff team. Well, Ola's on staff, but the rest of us don't know. And the trustees, Caroline and myself, are the only people that know the staff wages, uh, but not the people who give and, and all the rest. So that's important for you to know. The trustee team then is Tim, Chloe, Justin, and Maria. Maria is now the chair. But Tim and Chloe are coming to their three years. I think they've actually just gone past their three years. So we really need two new trustees to come through in, uh, in this year. So uh, that's something we'll be looking to appoint. We have a three-year term. You, take, uh, you can be re-elected, so that might be the best thing. But we always ask trustees to stop after to three years. Uh, so... There's our vision, there's our values, that's our leadership, that's what we're praying for. I hope that gives you some sense of when we think about money, where it's going. To you, Vaughan. I'm glad numbers in tables. Yeah, it's quite exciting for you guys this morning. <laughs> Can't wait to look at it. <laughs> um, so the first slide there, how did 2022 go? So that's just a, an, the outcome of our income and expenditure. Now, you'll see we're pretty much on 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 target there in terms of uh, the deficits is we, we our income was slightly behind our expenditure but there's a couple of items to 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 note there and the one is there is a bit of a timing mismatch with the weekend away some of the previous year's income you know was carried over to this to the weekend away of, of last year and then there's a further slight timing mismatch with a with a salary payment around the end of december but nothing significant just to be transparent uh, those numbers are um, it was slightly different in, in reality to than, than what actually uh, came in and, and went out in 2022. Um, but a couple of things. So Steve joined slightly earlier than, than planned. He joined beginning of May and, and we budgeted beginning of July. And I think uh, the finances of the church cope well with that. Um, um, one other thing you'll see there that we budgeted for around 191,000 income and similar in expenditure. Now we did run Sports Extra through the church last year. So the income of Sports Extra is included in those numbers as well as the expenditure. We did make a small donation to Sports Extra, but those numbers look a little bit higher because, because of that. Um, but overall, I think it was a good year. Um, we learned a lot. You know, it, it was a bigger budget than the previous year, with mostly because of Steve coming on board. But um, overall, the church, the, the finances last year looked fairly healthy. Next slide. 
So expenditure, where did the money go? Um, so as, as you know, the, the biggest expense here at CCC is staffing. Um, so you can see that 63% of, of our expenditure last year went to staffing and then rent. Um, so rent stepped up a little bit, obviously, because of uh, renting this venue. So um, it increased on, on the previous year. One point to make there around giving, you'll see it's around 7% there. Um, now, the actual giving for the year was closer to 10%. Some of the giving was given in, in January of this year, some of the 2022 giving. Um, but we do strive to give away 10% of regular income each year. I think we have a couple of hundred euros to still give away from last year, which we will do, but 10% um, of, the, of, the, of our income does go to giving. Um, and also just to point out, a portion of that giving we, is, uh, is money that we put into a church plant uh, savings account, specifically for future church plants. Um, but that's pretty much the, that's the big picture, uh, pretty much staff rent giving. Those are our big, big ticket items. Numbers of givers. Um, so I think this slide is quite encouraging because it shows, um, you know, how, how far we've come. In 2017, we had uh, 22 average or monthly givers on average, and that increased to 48 in 2022 last year. Um, now that's an average of all the the, the givers in, in all the months. So something to point out is that in December 22, we had 53 households giving. Um, now that equated to around 72 people, uh, which is which is quite encouraging. And thank you, thank you for everyone who gives. I mean, we CCC is dependent on on the generosity of the congregations. So um, this is quite an quite an encouraging slide to see. No, so that's that's all giving um, that that we get. Yeah, so not not only standing order, uh, but we do. So it's, we, we, we consider it as, as regular giving. So if someone gives twice a month, some people give more than monthly, you know, maybe um, two, two times a month, that still counts as one, one giver. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Okay, so 2023 budget. This is for the year um, looking ahead. So you'll see there quite a big increase in the expenditure, 260,000 that we're budgeting. And we're budgeting 220,000 as, as income, so a bit of a deficit, and I'll, I'll, I'll speak to that um, in, a, in a moment. But um, the income is, is based on an increase of 15% on, on the regular giving. Um, now, okay, the big thing that stands out there is the deficit of 40,000, right? So um, the first thing to note there is that we went through an exercise where we projected out for, for the next three years in line with our, our strategy for the church, 2023 to 2026, um, what the church's finances might look like in, in three years, considering bringing people on board and, and church plants and all of that. Um, and we are projecting a deficit for the next three years, right? Including this, including this deficit for 2023. And we plan to fund that um, in a couple of ways. The, the, the first is we've built up quite a bit of savings um, over the years as we think about multiplying. So we are in a position to use some, we don't want to be a church that just builds up uh, money to have in the bank. We, we want to use that for, for kingdom purposes and, and um, you know, advancing our strategy. So we're planning on um, using 80,000 over the next three years of our savings, okay? And then in addition to that, we're asking existing givers for a 5% 
year-on-year -year increase in savings if you, if you feel able and late to do so. Um, and then in addition to that, we've modeled out two different scenarios. If we do hire new people, um, we, would, we would need 13 new givers um, per year at an average of 120 euros per month. Um, that's if we hire new people, and if we don't new, hire new people, we do, we would need, or we yeah we we would we're hoping for and praying for eight new givers per year at 120 euros per month. Um, a couple of other things to mention there is, um, in a part of our income we get tax back from the government. So if you make a donation, um, a portion of your tax gets refunded. The tax that you pay get refunded to the church. So if you are a giver make sure that we have a form for you um, filled out with your, your details uh, that, that allows the church to, to claim tax back um, on, on your donation. That's very helpful. It's, it's about 50,000 euros um, for in, in the year. So it's a, it's, a, it's a big amount of money. So that, that helps a lot. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Just to point out, there will be a Q&A. There's probably a bunch of questions around this. There'll be a Q&A at the end. So feel free to, um, to ask me a bunch of questions then. Okay. Next slide. So 2023 budget, so this is our, our expenditure for 2023. You'll see that's the 260,000 that I mentioned. Um, again, similar to the previous year, the, the biggest portion of this um, is budgeted to go to staffing. Um, and then similar to, to 2022, rent and giving would be um, big ticket items as well, as well as Sunday gatherings. Sunday gatherings is, um, you know, some, we, we've learned a lot from setting up a second second congregation, and there's more costs in running that in terms of you know buying equipment, buying snacks at the back, and um, renting this place. Although that's in the rent line, so a big a big portion of the, the the biggest portion of the increase is staffing, but there's also a bit of step up in in costs because of the second congregation. Um, yeah. Okay. So these are our four wonderful staff members. So Maffi, assistant pastor at Central. Um, Vanessa, student worker and communications and operations officers, officer at Central. Then Steve, our, our lead pastor here at South, South Side. Um, and then Ola, pastoral care and operations lead at, at CCC South. Um, one thing to point out here is we do, no, do want to care uh, for our staff well. We, we really believe in them and they do so much for the church. So included in the budget, we've budgeted two um, salary increases for the year. And we want to um, we want to make sure that you know we're considering things like the rising cost of living on the one hand, but also the step up in responsibility, um, multiplying multiplying the church and, and um, setting up two congregations is a big task, and, and these guys have taken a lot on their shoulders. So um, we'll communicate that you know with them and, and 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 so on. But that is something that we factored in and, and considered, and we will do a review with the trustees. Um, of making sure that the benchmarking of, of their salaries are um, still appropriate. So that, that's going to happen this, in this year ahead. So just to jump back in for one slide and then back to Vaughan, as we think then about what I said at the start and what Vaughan has now said in numbers, where, how are we going to align our finances with our strategy? We want to invest in and care for existing staff. Vaughan has 
shared about that. We want to make one or two more strategic hires, and that's just in the next three years. We'd love to make more over time. We want to invest in the internship, because that's one of the key ways of raising leaders. We have Nick right now, and we've had a few that have said yes, or not yes, but not now, and, and so we want to build that, uh, and apprenticeship as well. Uh, that can be part-time alongside college, or part-time alongside work, or work in the home. Uh, uh, consolidate the office space. We do rent IBI on a Monday morning for the staff, which works very well. We really, I mean, we haven't said we're going to do it, but obviously after setting up Christians Against Poverty, it makes sense at some point for us to become a cat church, a place where those in financial distress can get that practical help and spiritual support and, and community alongside. We will appoint elders, most likely in September 23, with our Renew. We have two weeks called Renew, and we'll share more about that. But that's, it's, it's, it's not so much to do with money, but just more the, the idea of how the, the uh, structures of the church are, are developing. And review whether we should join a network or wider movement has been a question we've asked all the way through. Should we belong to a, another network of churches where we can benefit from them and they can benefit from us? So far, the answer has been there isn't one or we haven't found it or it's not right um, uh, for us. Uh, so that, but that's a question we're always asking. And just this week, I heard of a different one I'd never heard of, a network in Ireland. Um, so two questions for you all. Please, prayerfully consider these two questions. Uh, the first question is, can you invest in CCC in Dublin until 2026? So make intentional decisions in light of what we just shared. That's the first question for you to consider. And the second one is, can you, start, can you support financially whether start or increase giving to CCC? So thanks for coming. Uh, they're the two questions I'd love to leave you with as we uh, think about that vision, strategy, and the finances. Uh, back to Vaughan just for the final big picture, and then we'll have questions. Yeah, yeah so a couple of things. As I mentioned there, um, we're hoping to increase the regular giving amount with 15%, um, and that's going to come from a combination of hopefully new givers as well as um, an increase in existing givers, um, the amount that existing givers gives. Um, Another key takeaway is the expenditure will go up, um, mainly because of staffing, but also because of the cost of running two congregations. Um, and just as a reminder, we're looking for a net increase of 13 givers per year, or 13 households per year, um, averaging at 120 euros each per month. And then we're also asking for a 5% increase, if possible, from existing givers um, yearly for the, for the next three years. Um, and one, one thing to note is that if you do give, we, we're, we're trying to, um, something we're, we're planning to do is tracking giving south side versus central. And if you can just put your name in uh, as, the, as the reference number, sometimes people just say giving or tithe or something like that. Um, that makes it a bit difficult. So if you, if you can update your standing order to just give your, put your name in, that will make things much easier for, for us to track. And then as I mentioned, um, we will keep giving away 10% of, of regular income um, to causes that we support as a church. And I think there's info on that light, later on. Um, or maybe not. Yeah, there is. Um, and that includes our, our saving for, for future church plants. Yeah, we have a slide for all the giving, if that is a question people want. Uh, and uh, let me pray. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves when our dreams have come true because we've dreamed too little, when we arrive safely because we sail too close to the shore. Disturb us, Lord, when the, with the abundance of the things we possess, 
we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity. And in our efforts to build a new earth, we've allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wider seas where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land, we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push into the future in strength, courage, hope, and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys, for coming. Uh, Vaughan and I are here for any more questions.